What is going on? Welcome to episode 67 of Pub Sports Talk. We got Fitz, Slate, myself, and a special Trace guest alert here. We got Max, Will, and Andre from App State Football. Baby, give him a round of applause. Let's go. Boys, thanks so much for hopping on. We know App Football is keeping you guys busy as hell, but thanks for taking a couple minutes out of your day to come talk to us. Yep, sure. You guys have been crushing the social media game. Uh, really, the the Thomas Hennigan coming out of the water jersey reel from week one last year, kind of like, boom, it put us on the map. And after the since then, you guys have been killing it. Uh, how's your all's life been since that putting that out and then this past year and so? How's that been for you, boys? I think it's mainly just been trying to match that level, which has been – very difficult to do. I don't even think we have done really something, but every day we or every week we try to try to get back to where that video kind of took us. Yeah, absolutely. And and listeners, watchers, if you haven't seen that video, you need to go check it out. We'll put it up here in this top right corner for you. So hype. I mean, so just a year later, it still gives me chills. Like, such a cool video. How'd you come up with that idea? Uh, so other schools have done it before. I think Miami, they had like a recycled plastic yeah. from the ocean. Yeah, it was like their like biodegradable jerseys. And they did like the same in the ocean. And then and South Carolina was next. And I then I saw a Navy SEALs commercial where like the, the Army guy was coming out of the water. And I was like, hmm. I want to do that with a football player. I actually had the idea like completely a year before, but it just never worked out with the weather. It got too cold too fast, so we couldn't do it that year. So we had to kind of sit on it for a year. And then Thomas was brave enough to <laughs> go in the cold waters. That, that water is straight from a spring. It was 9 a.m. So it was, it was the warmest thing, and it made it happen. Hey, it is dope. I just want you to know, Thomas Hennigan threw you straight under the bus here. He said he got chewed out going to practice because his pads were wet. And he said, that was Max's fault. That's App State Media's fault. Yeah, and apparently we ruined, uh, we ruined a brand new ball. They just broke in. It was waterlogged. We waterlogged. Oh. Oh, ZT12 is pissed, but that's all right. Uh, you guys have crushed it. Max, you just released the Boone video, which it played in Bank of America Stadium for our opener this season. How was that moment for you? I mean, it was insane. It was just like seeing – that many fans react to something you made and have a like a positive reaction is I don't even words can't describe it. It's it's an honor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I I, I can't imagine that many people seeing your video in an NFL stadium. Uh, Max, I don't know if you're from North Carolina, but Charlotte being North Carolina's team, like that's a special thing, I'm sure. For sure. Uh, and then. Uh, Will and Andre, you guys have tagged up, and you're doing these amazing videos. The hype video for this week, I think you guys double teamed. If I, if correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, yeah. what a banger this thing was! Yeah, it was kind of a so we shot. I shot with Thomas probably roughly like four months ago in Bank of America, and uh, and we guessed the uniform combo. I mean, it was a pretty given <laughs> that we were in all black, but uh, of course, four months prior to the game, they're not gonna have a set in stone. So we went with all black with the classic black A and we like, as it kept going, there were rumors that we'd have a different decal that we were changing (laughs) like different patches, different back of the helmets. So the entire time I'm just sitting there like, please hold true to what we guessed. Like this was a once in a lifetime. We had like, there was like probably 30 minutes that we had to shoot. 
So like we were running around me and Thomas, Thomas was an incredible sport with it. And, and just like on the, on the first one with that Max did, I mean, he, he is so willing with us that it's kind of like, it's a, he's almost too nice to us when we could tell him to jump off a cliff and he'd probably do it for a uniform video. Um, but yeah, so then we did, we did that and we sat on it for four months and I had plans to go back to Charlotte um, to kind of finish it. But the, uh, the, like the uniform, we kept going back and forth on different combos and like two days before the game, they finally set in stone. That was all black with a classic look. Um, so I was happy about that, but I was like, we, Thomas didn't have time to go back to Charlotte. We were too busy getting ready for the motivationals. So then we were like, we kind of all three sat down and um, I actually have it sitting right here. Um, we drew out um, like the original, just the different squares of each shot that would go into the the addition to the Panthers stuff. And it, and it worked out. I mean, I think tradition is the key word in that video. Um, mm -hmm. You can't beat the all-black look when it comes to tradition. Yeah, when we announced we're going black on black, I said, it's game over. It's done. Easy, you bury them. And for you to <laughs> guess that four months prior, damn, shout out to you, man. <laughs> it got, I got really lucky. I mean, I had a hunch that I was like, there's no way we don't wear all-black in, in Panther Stadium. It's When you think of App State football, you think of all-black. So I had a pretty good, like, 75% chance, but then there were just different decal talks, and I was like, Okay, maybe I just won't show shots of the helmets. And then they're like, we're going to do different this, different that. We had to make sure Thomas was wearing the exact same thing he wore four months ago. And yeah. So we got into like, we actually changed the team's gloves. So we had to go back and track down his old ones. So it would like match what we shot four months prior. So there was a lot of like little tiny things that went into making sure that that really like got perfected. And, and like us average Josio would not even notice that. It's one of those things that we like, yeah. like when I watch a video, I look for stuff like that. Like I'm probably one of the worst people to watch a movie with because I'm looking for stuff like that. What is that shot? Yeah. And, I, and I'll call it out. Like, <laughs> oh, that was lit wrong. Or, oh, he was wearing that in that scene, but then he's wearing his hats tilted. It's not the same. Like, yeah, I don't watch a movie with any of us. We'll, we'll ruin it for you. We pick it apart pretty quick. Hey, yeah. shout out to you guys. I, as a kid, I used to try to do that, and I was like, I'm fucking wrong. This is dumb. Uh, so good for you guys for doing it. What's your favorite shot you guys have done so far? We can go around the board. It's different for all of us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, personal. I mean, we all – I mean, I can go first. Um, it's unreleased yet, but uh, during the ECU game, Thomas's first touchdown, um, I have a pretty cool – like I followed the ball in the air and got the catch really well. And he was just so pumped, and I love the the is it Ronaldo, yeah, the celebration Ronaldo. does. Yeah, the jump in the air. Yeah. Um, so I got a really good angle of that. I just happened to be right centered in the end zone on the left side, and it came right over the top. And it was just a it was a great shot. I'd say mine is uh, even though he left us the the clip of Drinkwitz reacting to the UNC win, just so much like emotion and hype in that one clip. Like you can see the the field goal getting blocked in the background, and then Drinkwitz reacting. It's just awesome. Yeah. Um, I think mine's unreleased too. It actually happened during the ECU game. Um, Madison Cohn had a sack, a great sack on ECU's quarterback, where the ECU quarterback kind of jumped over him and Cohn grabbed him by the legs and got him on the ground. And Brendan Harrington standing right over the quarterback and Cohn celebrating in the background. So I think, you know, those defensive shots are definitely some of my favorite. Absolutely. All three of those moments are just magical. And that's, that's dope as hell. You guys have been able to capture it. Uh, 
I, I've got to know like your uniform combinations. Do you guys typically do that four months in advance? No, that was <laughs> okay. Okay. Was, so I was told, so at that time, um, like I was really the only like creative that we had that was like still like what I would call full time. Like I was still on meetings and stuff like that. Um, we hadn't quite brought on Andre yet. It was yeah. kind of like a, in the making and Max was kind of focused on some other things. So I was kind of the only thing sat through several meetings and there was like, Hey, there's this chance that we're going to get this marketing event within bank. Um, and I was like, can we get in for the uniform video? That would be like, like Max talked about Max set the bar almost impossibly high <laughs> with the Thomas Hennigan coming out of water. So I was like, Oh boy, like this has really got to be special. Um, so I was like, it's not every day you get the bank of America stadium and get to shoot a uniform video. So yeah, four months is like unheard of. Yeah. It's typically a day or two before we make these things. Um, come up with the idea five minutes before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we drew out the first one and we shot it five minutes later. Like it was, wow. we typically don't pre-plan like that. And there was still a level of, I walked into bank of America. I was just like, I'm going to shoot what I know looks good. I have no idea what it's going to look like in the end. I just hope it all works at the, in the end. And it, I think it did personally. Hey, hell yeah, it did. Absolutely. I've, I've got to, I've got to know the coastal uniform reveal. How'd you guys do that? That thing was dope as hell. I remember we were in practice the, the day before we shot it. I think it was like a, around 5 PM. And uh, I was asking around if anyone like, had a connection with beach mountain and then or sugar mountain. Cause my friend put on a Snapchat story at sugar mountain. They were blowing snow. It was like a, winter wonderland with all the, the ice on the the tree limbs so lance Ware, the uh, i guess i don't know what his position would take yeah place. i don't know his official tag but he knows he <laughs> got me in with beach we called him right then they're like sure come on out so next morning we just rolling out there they were super like welcome welcoming welcoming and brought us up to the top said do whatever you want so we just went to went to town out there how cold was it again with they, the wind chill? It, without the wind chill, it was 13 degrees. So we don't, and then it was it's the top of a mountain, so it was blowing. <laughs> wow. Zero. So we had to, it was a bunch of uh, DeMarco go warm up in the car and then bring <laughs> it back out and get warm again. <laughs> some, of the, some of the behind the scenes photos shows him for like some of the shots, him walking, and we were just focused on his shoes. Because he had a blanket. He, he had a blanket <laughs> and like one of the puffer jackets. And like, I mean, and all of us were bundled up. Like, yeah. Your fingers kind of like stop working when you're <laughs> pulling focus and zooming in and out and trying to press the, the camera buttons. It's, just, it's not the best combo. <laughs> that is wild. Like, I, I was wondering if you guys just shut down the mountain for for an afternoon or whatever, because that's, I mean, that's such a dope shot. And people were like, like hey, you went to App, right? Are you guys that crazy? You just walk around snow and, and short views. <laughs> and I was like, not typically. Where's just a different dude? Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Oh, man. You guys have been crushing it. Boys, anything to add to it? It's awesome to watch what you guys put out. Uh, like, it's always impressive. And y'all keep – I mean, y'all set the bar pretty high. So, uh, unfortunately, I think you set, a, you know, a standard that you guys are just going to kill it every week. So, keep up the good work, man. It's been yeah. awesome. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know if anyone's ambition is to just be the next Peter Jackson and, and go PJR. Because, like, I mean, I got, like – I got some of those goosebumps the first time I saw T Henny in the in the water. It was like, what is this? This is like, you know, freaking war movie. And <laughs> and that's my school. It was like it was 
like it was a there was definitely some pride in that like wow like you know way to represent app state so like you know just awesome job and and i hope you know this the ceiling is is the sky's the limit yeah we're we're more than pumped to go to miami this week uh we leave friday and that we're in another nfl stadium so it's always pretty cool to uh i mean we're we're shooting in NFL stadiums. We're watching our work get broadcasted on NFL stadiums. I don't think Miami's going to show anything of ours, but um, <laughs> technically the ECU is a home game for us, so we got really lucky to see all of our work up on the big screen. It's very, very cool to see. But, uh, yeah, all of, our, all of our ECU footage will be released Saturday um, and the motivational for Miami. So uh, some of the shots we'll, we'll talk, we were talking about will be in that video. So Shot the uniform this morning. Yeah. Come out Thursday. Hey, you you want to dish it right here? <laughs> we're pumped for Miami, dude. We we are so excited for that yeah, game. It's gonna be uh, fun. I'm hoping I saw like roughly three. I think three of their players got suspended. So let's go, baby. I don't know if that helps us, or I don't even know who they are. But yeah. I think we're gonna kill it like we always do. Um, and. Uh, we're we're known for upsetting the big stage, so uh, right. I'm more than pumped to be able to document this game coming up. Yeah, I'm so excited for you boys. Um, I've got I've got a couple listener questions for you if you got time for it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Shoot. Tag Duman, he wants to know he's trying to get into what you guys are doing. Uh, how does one come up? You know, like hey, I want to film your football team. How, how do you guys get into this thing? I mean, I think we all kind of have different paths into our our area i mean i can talk like i i straight up started with my phone in high school uh i filmed my first ever football video at my high school with my iphone 6 on this like walmart bendy tripod thing <laughs> and it was terrible I, I look back at it and i laugh so much at it but i mean kind of the story was like my my brother was um if I mean, so I know some of you are App State alumni and played for the team. My brother was um, the fan that wore the shoulder pads with the spikes. I don't know if that rings any bells. Okay, I okay. Um, they're like a living legend in, in my apartment. Um, but uh, so he was in the videos a lot. And my dream was to be in those videos because I want to be my, like my brother. And then slowly but surely, I was like, hey, I think I had a really good – I was blessed with a great high school football team. Um, so I was like, hey, I think I could do what they're doing up there. Turns out I couldn't. But um, – and luckily, kind of towards my junior, senior year, I really started to take it serious. And I met Max on my tour, and he put me in contact with our boss. And, I mean, the rest is history. I mean, that's kind of the way – I look at it like someone, even if you don't have like the cameras that we use, you don't have to have that. I started making it with my phone. Like you could, you could, phones these days are one of the most powerful tools. Like your camera on your phone is unbelievably good compared to like even what you just pay for. Like honestly, your phone can do a better job in some situations than what stuff we use. My path's a little different. Uh, my high school didn't even have a football team, so I had no football filming experience i film i think i filmed like a swim team video that's probably the closest thing to football i filmed that's pretty dope yeah get a little, little, yeah. little butterfly, little butterfly stroke i've never heard swimming and football be connected ever so that's, that's a first 
the Thomas Hennigan video, like the first was born. Was the Did you do a swimsuit reveal? <laughs> <laughs> no swimsuit reveal? <laughs> um, uh, actually, I, I like the like the Facebook page, the App State football video page. I think my junior year of high school, my dad, whole whole family went to App, so always grew up around it. And then my dad sent me the page. I liked it, and I just like, started watching. Like, man, I want to do that. So I messaged the, the page on Facebook and got on a call, and then somehow hired me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I think my path is also different from these guys, too. Um, I didn't shoot. I shot one high school football game, I think. And um, freshman year, I didn't really touch a camera until I switched into the media production major. And um, I started shooting a lot of basketball. I shot App State basketball for four years now, just doing production for them. So I fell in love with that. And I shot a football game once and just being in the stadium and hearing all the fans and the, you know, just stadium erupting every time someone scores, it was so much more different than basketball. So I still have a love for both. And then um, Will and Max kind of reached out to me this year to kind of just help them out. And the rest is history from there. It's been a great time working with them since. Yeah, I mean, we we luckily and kind of we were both inspired by people before us work. Um, I mean, we were lucky enough to be on a shoot with probably more than half of the guys from the last 10 years or so um, that made the old App State videos. So, like, it was really cool, like, getting to talk with them about how they did things versus how we did things. Um, I mean, just sharing with them, I talked to one of them that made the videos that my brother was in. I was like, you basically started my career. And it was like, I just seeing him, like, he was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Like, and, and we're hoping that we're doing the same for, for kids. I mean, we're, we're bringing in freshmen that are like, we came here to do because of what y'all did. And it's, it's a great feeling to hear that we're getting kids inspired into filmmaking and we were inspired. So we're passing the torch along. Yeah. They laid down the foundation for sure. Yeah. And it's just building off that. I mean, App State football has already like, has had a premier level video team since I mean, the beginning. Yeah. Mid 2000s. I mean, Tyler Adams was pretty much the first one. Um, and he's on the huge, huge things now. And, and we've worked with him several times, me and Max and Andre have. And I mean, yeah, it's just a, there's a tier that it just gets better every year. And, yeah. and it's a daunting task to, we killed it one year and we got to make it better because we can't drop the standard. Like y'all said, yeah. there's a standard that I, I can't wait for the future to see yeah. 10 years down the line, what kids are making that are just blowing out. Thomas Hennigan out, coming out of the water. They're going to be doing some crazy stuff. We're going to get a bigger waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, you guys are definitely doing that. And like you guys said, I remember the old school App State videos and seeing where those were. I'm like, this is awesome. Game day to where you guys are doing. It's like, damn, this ain't hold a candle next to it. You guys are crushing it. You're raising that standard. Uh, and I, I'm impressed as hell. One more question for you. What's your all's major? I, I think you kind of alluded to it earlier, Andre. So, uh, me and Will share the same major. We're both um, electronic media and broadcasting with a concentration in video production. It's a long, long, long title. I just say yeah. video production for whatever people <laughs> ask me. My man, Will, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it short and sweet. I like video production major. So, like, when I say that, people are like, oh, my counselor told me there's not video production. I'm like, well, here comes the nerdy answer. Um, <laughs> but Max is different than me and Andre. I'm doing digital marketing. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's why, I mean, he's kind of the, he runs the TikTok. I, yeah. I kind of, <laughs> he kills it. I mean, what, what was the stat line? Two weeks we gained 80, 90. 
Some, it was like in two weeks it when fifth biggest TikTok. In yeah, we just got named fifth biggest TikTok in college football by followers. by followers. And then in like the first two weeks of fall camp, we gained like 80 or 90,000 followers. Wow. <laughs> a new generation of fans. Yeah. And it's one of those things passing the torch. I mean, App State's one of the, probably the largest family that you could have. Um, so we love seeing little kids. Yeah. Like like fourteen, not even little kids, but just like, yeah. I mean, ranging from eight to fourteen to twenty year olds being like, "I'm going to App State" or "I want to go to App State" or comments like, "I don't even know where this school is, but I'm a fan of it." Yeah, like, yeah. It's so cool seeing like just yeah. stuff that's like, like because of our work, we're causing a new fan base, we're causing new recruits, we're causing just recognition to App State. I mean, it is absolutely kind of cool in a honey hole, but once you get here, you you can't fall out of love with it. You're damn right. Absolutely, boys. Uh, shout out to you, Max. Anytime you want to run our TikTok, uh, we can't pay you, but we got beer that's ice cold. So just come on over. Uh, boys, what's, uh, well, oh, what's the ahead. name of the TikTok? It's just App State underscore FB. Yeah. It's, App uh, State underscore FB. Yeah, you follow. All, of our, all of our other social media platforms are all the same username. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's. He's killed the TikTok game. Yeah. Kind of been slacking the past week. <laughs> I got to check that we're, out. We've been really busy this past week, so I'll cut you some slack. <laughs> I mean, you're only going down to Miami. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we did ECU. We got back from Charlotte, like, roughly, like, I probably laid in bed at, like, 3.45 in the morning. Good morning yeah. Woke up, and me and Max had a really early call time for the Luke Combs concert on Friday for, like, rehearsal. And that next morning we went and shot the concert as well, which is another early morning. I think Sunday was like a day of breather for us. Um, felt like an eternity over those three days, but uh, we're right back in the, the hornet's nest with content this week. So you got shot Luke Combs. Yeah. So we actually got to work for uh, the TA film. So Tyler Adams, the first one that kind of the first one of us almost, um, he now does him and his company do all of Luke Combs' music videos. Wow. So then he got us extra media passes to come help them. We had he was 13 cameras out there covering that event. Wow. It was pretty cool. And that's where we got to work with. I mean, just the from the beginning to where we are now of App State football video legends. We were we all like came together to film this thing. Um and so like seventy-five percent of the people that work for him were in our position yeah he high, he really tries to hire like it's a, he tries to keep it as close to app state as he can um, that is awesome yeah it's awesome so I, I don't know when the final product of that comes out but i know it's going to be one of the best things i've ever seen i mean you have 13 camera operators that are just legends across all fields of work coming together in one project you can't really get a better i don't know Simon, duo that, <laughs> that is wild. Hey, man. Shout out to you guys, boys. Anything else for him? Yeah, yeah. Hey, plug what you plug. need to plug. Plug, plug it, away, baby. baby. I mean, all of our work's found on AppState underscore FB. Um, that's where you're going to see all of our new releases. So make sure you have post notifications on. <laughs> I feel like I'm a – Like, subscribe, to, yeah. comment, share with a friend. Like, like, subscribe, comment, like, smash the like button. Um, yeah, man. We got content – at least two or three videos a week consistently. Um, Sprinkle some photos in there. Yeah, some photos, some graphics. Um, shout out to the graphics department. We don't really do that, but they kill it. Um, so that's definitely a video may get a lot of recognition, but hey, graphics, 
they keep us afloat a lot too. When, when we don't have time to make a video or take photos, there's always something in the bank for us to post graphically. So shout out to Grant and uh, Wyeth, former Wyeth. He's now at Charlotte. Brady McBride. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. He's on that crew. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, any shout outs for y'all's personal pages? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm at Will Allen Productions. Mine's just at Max Renfro. It's R-E-N-F-R-O. And then mine's at Andre J. Paris, uh, P-A-R-A-S. Awesome. Good deal. Boys, thank you guys again so much. Go kill it in Miami. Let's turn that U down, baby. Let's have one hell of a time. Yes. For sure. I appreciate you, boys. Keep doing big things. Thank y'all so much. Y'all are awesome. Hey, one dope, dope interview. Those guys killing it, crushing it. Number five of uh, Cowish TikToks. Is that what I heard? That's crazy. They have have 137,000 followers and 2.3 million likes overall. Gosh, man. I got to get on that. Devin Fitz, let's step our game up, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, those they're crushing it. I love to see it. And Devin, I know when you were playing, like the videos were awesome. And just now to see it evolve to what it is, it's even more incredible, I'm yeah. sure, for you. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's nuts. I mean I I don't even know how they produce stuff like that. So like anytime you see something that cool, it's always just and it's like it's like better than the movies. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> like it's that's real life. Like Exactly. I don't, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Oh, man, those guys are Christian. Uh, shout out to them for hopping on with us again. Uh, boys, let's hop on a little roundup section. We haven't heard that cannon jam in a while. Let's go ahead and cue it up. We've got to talk about it. The injuries week one of college football has been devastating. Uh, I feel like Today, it was ESPN notification, ESPN notification. Alabama starting off uh, outside linebacker. Done. Dead. Uh, Devin, you sent us the the Ibrahim uh, Achilles pop in his leg, which is gross as hell to see that thing pop. He's done. Simmons is done with the shoulder yeah, injury, and Bell's done with the torn ACL. Wow. What the hell happened? I don't even know where to begin. We don't have our – we don't even have our doctor. On we don't have the doctor. Uh, Tim just hung us out to dry out here. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, I'm, I was watching the specifically watching the Clemson Georgia game, and I don't know how. I think it was like the same defensive possession, like three Clemson players. Um, shit, what's his name? Brian Brill, the defensive end or defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had uh, Skaleski. I, I can never say his name right. That inside linebacker, and then there was another guy go down, and I was just like, man, they are plagued right now. It was just over and over and over again. It was kind of like, uh, I don't know if you guys watched Florida State, Notre Dame, uh, but there was a drive in the fourth quarter where it felt like Notre Dame player, Florida State, Notre Dame, Florida State. It was just back to back to back. A lot of injuries week one. I think we've talked about it here before. I think guys just aren't used to that game speed and, and they're going full out and they're not used to it and their bodies aren't ready for it. And then unfortunately, part of the game is these huge injuries. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Well, I thought the most devastating was actually Minnesota running back. And and I don't know if part of that was my feelings because I picked Minnesota over Ohio <laughs> State and it was right when he got hurt that Ohio State got back in it. But I think for someone like that is that's a clear cut, like, you know, like NFL back, like, you know, could probably go 
you know, maybe top three running back in the draft. And, you know, he's got a large workload against a great defense like Ohio State. I think he had 30 carries. Yeah, 163 yards. It's just like you're asking him to do a lot. Like if he didn't get hurt, how many carries was he going to end up with? Like 42 carries, 44 carries or something crazy. So, yeah, it's just that one. That one was more I felt for that dude because he was literally carrying his team and just had a monster day. And then to end like that, it's just like, it's just tough. Yeah, I agree. Nothing. I'm not trying to take anything away from these guys, but a, a running back, a key running back that's getting 30 carries a game, it, it's hard to replace that. Like a wide receiver, you can replace like Bell from Michigan. The two outside linebackers from Clemson and Bama, it, it's going to hurt, but at least it's not a mic that you're missing. It, you know, you're not missing that middle linebacker. That running back that gets 30 carries a game, that's that's tough. To, to deal with. You're absolutely right. It blew my mind this weekend that there are so many injuries and I'm sure we're going to keep seeing more and more of it, but hopefully not. Fingers crossed not. Yeah. The only other story was kind of the opposite. The uh, Florida State Notre Dame game, the backup quarterback for Florida State. I uh, can't remember his name. Uh, Milton. 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 Yeah. So, you know, the starter cornerback helmet comes off. He has to sit out a play. This QB comes in without a knee and just drops four for four touchdown. Just like, let's go. Like, cra- that was one of the craziest stories. You know, just all the things they were saying about, you know, his injury. Like, he was probably never going to be able to walk again. I mean, it was like all these all these question marks and was a Heisman candidate, you know, not like whenever, like three years ago, whenever he, whenever he heard us. So, you know, now that's kind of a question is like, are they going to ride? Is Florida State going to ride this dude out? Because he was clearly like more poised than the guy they started. Almost, almost upset Notre Dame. I know, I know, Hacky, you, you were glad. I was sweating it out, man. On, but that, that would have been the craziest comeback if, if he had carried them. It, it, Mackenzie Milton, I mean, for those of you who don't know the story, he, he breaks his leg at UCF back in, I want to say 2018. And it's this nasty compact fracture. Uh, there was uh, artery damage to it, and they, the doctors, you're right, they said, "Oh, he won't be able to walk without pain ever again, uh, much less play." And sure enough, here he goes, slinging the rock against Notre Dame. Comes in because of a helmet popping off from their first quarterback, uh, Travis, and then he gas, you know, foot to the gas pedal. He goes full speed, and he can't be stopped. Uh, Mackenzie Millen, shout out to you, dude. Yeah, great call, by the way. I can't remember the announcer who called the game, but great call, right? The first play that – what's his name? McKenzie. McKenzie Milton. McKenzie Milton. I don't know why I can't remember that. McKenzie Milton, as soon as he came in, the announcer said, and welcome back to college football, and, and then uh, Milton dimed it up. It was a great call, just phenomenal call by the announcer. I don't usually say that. <laughs> uh, especially with the with some of the college announcers and ESPN and whatnot, but great call, it's a phenomenal call. Yeah, that, I mean they absolutely murdered it uh, with the call. Uh, and I also like his doctor was in his surgeon was actually in attendance for the game because he couldn't believe it that he was actually playing afterwards. Yeah, his mom was like crying the whole time. Like they just kept showing, they kept showing his mom. She's just like just a sob, crying either tears of joy or maybe she's a little afraid. I don't know, but it was it was a cool moment. I think I think that speaks volumes of, of just it, it's almost like courage uh, and part of McKenzie because I mean 
you've got two different scenarios in that situation. He does have the chance to come back, so he's either going to be scared to death or he realizes what it's like to potentially lose something that, I mean, I'm sure he loved it. I mean, you know, obviously everybody misses football. Also, then he's probably like, well, shoot. It's that classic saying that I feel like all coaches say is like, (laughs) you never know when your last play is going to be, you know, and it sounds like a cliche, but he actually lived it. And so he came out just slinging it. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Cause you're totally right. That cliche of you never know when your last play is going to be, especially when you're playing to his level, the the UCF national championship level, the Heisman level that he possibly could have gotten. And then to go from there to you can't walk. I mean, that was a cool ass story. If we're going to lose as a Notre Dame fan, that's the time to lose. They're, They're honoring coach Bowden. This cat comes in and dices it up. Like what a crazy moment, but shout out to college football for being back. No mask. Full capacity, that Seminole chant was as loud as I've ever heard it in my 28 years. I'm going to be honest. The, the I think the stadium or fan base of the week goes to Virginia Tech. That place looked like a – I mean, it looked like a madhouse. Jay Gray called it. Did y'all see – yeah, dude. That uh, Just looking at the stadium when Inner Sandman was playing, that was, that was like – that gave me chill bumps. It was electric. <laughs> And then they get – I mean, they they go out and get the job done. And Sam Howe, I'm sorry, no longer a Heisman quarter uh, candidate, I think. I mean, that three picks, oh, well, you can say two because the last one was just kind of like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just try to get it in the air. But Virginia I mean, Tech boys, they look good. They look I, good. But you call them the chokies, so don't put your money <laughs> on them. That's funny. I think my fan base of the that week – That is true. My fan base of the week is the Wisconsin. I know they, they uh, did not look great. Against Penn State, um, but again, me my parlay. again, same thing though. When they play jump around, jump up, jump up, and jump down, like that whole stadium was just going ham. Like I, they uploaded on YouTube, nuts. But did the win, so just an honorable mention. But uh, that's that's I like that fan base. Our fan base of the week actually become a, I like that. thing, I'm or maybe that. not, or maybe not. I'm just my, my fan base. Yeah, Slate, you really are. The pub parlay, <laughs> fan base of the week, I'm here for it. I think mine's got to be the Maryland Terps social media. Uh, Drake released his new album cover, uh, Certified Lover Boy. They come out with Certified L Boys after being West Virginia. And it's the album cover uh, right there at the bottom with the West Virginia helmet on. Yeah. Like, Certified hey, L Boys. Shout out to their troll I'm job. A- there's a, there's another troll that I want to give a shout out to, and that's the UCLA Bruins. Yeah, uh, y'all seen before the game, you got Coach O walking down and some fans jawing, and he says like, "Bring your sissy ass down here," or "No, bring your ass down here in that sissy blue shirt." And then now on their Twitter page, the header actually says "sissy blue," and they got T-shirts out too. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, Coach O is never going to live that down. I almost bought a Sissy Blue shirt after they dropped it because I was like, it's got a Jumpman logo, Sissy Blue. Come on. I'm here for it. Jay Gray was 2-0 and in her sip of death picks. 2-0. and Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated. Wow. Unreal. And I think I, I think I went 0-2. I think I went against her both times. Just to, <laughs> I think just I did too. Yeah. Just to, just <laughs> to, too. Dang it, she's Loved the it. queen. She, she's always right, and it just makes me mad. You can't second-guess her. Uh, we're going to have her pick Saturday uh, for listeners and watchers. We'll be on Saturday, college football kickoff week two. Uh, so her super desk will be Saturday. Boys, 
It's week one NFL. Should we dive straight in this sucker? Dive straight in, baby. I'm ready. Get that. that uh, I just went T-Pain. I'm going to dive in. I'm about to dive in. <laughs> <laughs> It just it's feels right. It, it just, just right. feels right. Week one is here. Ah, Bengals are in action. Ravens are in action. Everybody's in action. Everybody. I, I can't even talk. Everybody's Everybody. in action. Let's go. I'm excited. Uh, and boys, let's start off with it. Let's go with our first game. And I hate that Tim's not here. But San Francisco 49ers, Detroit Lions. I know we got a Thursday night game. I'm going to get there. Uh, but I want to get this one out there. The way 49ers and Lions, San Francisco is minus seven and a half point favorite. Uh, Niners, I, I hate, and I'm only gonna do it because Tim's not on here to give me a desk there. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna go with the Niners. I think, I think they're gonna actually be fairly decent this year. That may be my cold, hot take, but I, I think they're gonna actually surprise some people this year. So I'm gonna go with the Niners. So you got new defensive coordinator for the Niners, they sent their guy to the Jets. Lions' new head coach, Dan Campbell. I know Tim's raving about him. He's got all this energy. I don't think Campbell wins in his debut. I think the Niners are looking to resurge after last season. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it's really close either. I think by the end, the Niners carry away. So I'm taking, I'm taking the Niners. You say it's a seven-point spread? Yeah, seven and a half. And Fitz, and Motor City, Dan Campbell is pissed. He's got his helmet on. He's ready to come after you. I mean, he can come after me. You got a new quarterback as well, Jared Goff. I just, and there's not many pieces in Detroit right now. I, I think they're just rebuilding. I think you're right. I didn't see a lot of love in the preseason. Like, nothing I loved about him. Uh, Whereas the Niners, Niners are, are a playoff contender. And it's, it's easy to forget. They were in the Super Bowl before you know the season last year so yeah if, if it wasn't for injuries yeah i mean that that defense is getting everybody back pretty much uh bosa is expected to play week one <sighs> yeah give me the 49ers uh and i think i might take the spread with it too they might get it done by 10 or not if not more i, I hate to say it tim sorry motor city the 49ers are too damn good they're one about 14 calling it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's start with Thursday night's game now, or let's move on to Thursday night game. We got Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, Tampa nice. is an eight-point favorite. What do you guys say? I think that spread's a little too thin, too. I just I have no faith in the Cowboys ever. Uh, God, I just I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like either team, but. Dallas is never somebody that I'd bet on. It's it's like Virginia Tech. It, it really is. It, to me, they're the same the same team. Uh, Virginia Tech always blows it, and you know they're going to make the upset, but they're going to end up screwing you somewhere down the road. So it's just the Cowboys. So let's go Bucks. <laughs> I mean, I think we're waiting to see Dallas offensively click. I mean, a healthy Dak. You're hoping he's healthy. I think Zeke's due for his career best season. I just think he's primed for it. And then the receivers they have are phenomenal. But defensively, I'm just looking at the Cowboys. Like, I don't think defensively they can contain any game. Like, every game is going to be a shootout. And a team like Tampa, you know, Champa, 
It's like the reason they win, the reason they won the Super Bowl last year was the best defense. You had the best linebacker tandem in in a Levante David and Devin White. And then you got Brady at the helm. And I just think Tampa runs away with it. It it could be close in the first half. You know, it, it may be a score away, but but Brady and the Bucks, I, I think they pull away. I think they just they just crush that defense. I don't I don't think Dallas is gonna have an answer for Tampa Bay's defense. Yeah, I agree. Like Dax is coming back. Zeke's coming back. They're going to have career years, but it's Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks who haven't lost a single step. Give me the Bucks. Give me that point spread. Done by 14. Boys, I don't know how I feel about this. We haven't all sweeped so far. I'm a little scared here, but let's go ahead and move in my bungles. Cincinnati, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vikings are a minus three favorite. This is a close one. What do you guys say? God, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead, Evan. I, I got to I got okay. So Cincinnati, they were number twenty-eight against the run last season, facing Dalvin Cook. I, I think Cook has a monster day. Vikings. It stings a little bit. It's just the truth. The truth hurts. It, it does hurt. It hurts like hell. I, I'm going to take my Bengals. Obviously, it's a new era, new stripes. Let's go, Cincinnati. Who day nation? Joe Mixon. Dalvin Cook, who? We're talking about Joe Mixon come next Tuesday. I promise you that. Uh, as long as Joey B can stay upright, we're getting this dub, baby. You know what? I, I completely forgot that Joe Burrow was a person. And, you know, I, I would like for him to have a coming out party. And I, you know what? Fucking A. Let's go, Bengals. Let's go, Bengals. No, listen, no, listen. No. I need Dalvin Cook to have some, some damn yards. Though. Oh, he's going to have some yards. That's, I mean, I need him to have career year and career game and just be an all-around great great running back. But, God dang it. Let's go. This this sucks. Go Bengals. Hey, who day, baby? Who day? Let's go. Uh, which, by the way, they put out a dope hype video today. Uh, shout out to their video team. All right. The Washington FT football team taking on the Chargers. Uh, L.A. is favored, but the spread is a push. No one's getting any points right. As of right now, this could change by Sunday. Uh, it's supposed to be a close game here. What do you guys say? Easy. Let's go football team. Taking the WFT. I am. I, I think I think that defense is going to give Herbert some some problems this week, especially week one. Uh, I think defense is going to kind of shine this week. So let's go football team. I, this was the one game I literally flip-flopped. I So <laughs> – I originally had Fitz Magic and defense make Air Bear look bad. Cross the line through it. They get the best head coach of this offseason. Like as, as far as like the new head coaches, the LA Chargers did. They got the Rams defensive coordinator, the brains behind this monster defense. And I think the Chargers have pieces, you know, with with the Bosa brother, can't remember which one. And they've obviously got some some all pro and some um, Pro Bowl defenders. I think it's just if Air Bear picks up where he leaves off, where he left off last year, I think the Chargers can actually take this just based on the fact that Washington, I'm not sold on their quarterback situation. It's a close game, but I'm taking the Chargers. I think I think Brandon Staley shines as the as the head coach wins his debut. Yeah, I, I'm with you. They had the best hire of coaches. I totally agree with you. Uh, but that Washington defense, damn, it's good. They're dicing up 
to go against Air Bear. But you know what? Let's air it out. Give me Air Bear. I like it. Plus, at minus 125, you add that to a little parlay. You're going to make some good money here. Give me the Chargers. Let's talk about – we talked about a new coach. Let's talk about a new quarterback here. Carson Wentz traveling to Seattle, that 12th man. Seattle is a minus two-and-a-half favorite, less than a field goal. What do you guys say? Well, well, is is Wentz actually playing? Doesn't he have a little bit of a foot issue? All reports is he is expected to play week one. Oh God, um, I don't know. I think I think Seattle won their run defense pretty good last year. It was damn good. So top five, yes, really. How many yards? Was it like under four yards per carry? Uh, yeah, but they were 31st in pass defense. So that's where it's misleading. Is they were fifth. I think they were fifth against the run. 31st. Stack in the box, 10 in the box. <laughs> Jamal well, Adams, John so, Island. Yeah. Well, whoever whoever makes the start for Indianapolis is going to have to match Russell Wilson basically play for play. Absolutely. So oh God. I, you know what? Let's go, Russ. Let's go Seahawks. I I just I'm not a huge Colts fan. See, I was hoping they'd give more points to Seattle because this. I would say this is my upset pick, but I don't know if it is. I'm taking the Colts. I think their defense is one of the most underrated defenses in football right now. They are they are a force to be reckoned with. I just don't think Old Man Rivers was the fit. I think last year they needed somebody else. Maybe it's Wentz. Really, it's just get the run game going. They've got some great running backs, Taylor, Naheem Hines. And Marlon Mack will be back, you know, return up the Mack. So he'll <laughs> um, – I think if they establish the run game against a stingy defense, a, a good run defense, but I think the Colts can balance that out. And, again, Seattle 31st against the pass. I think Wentz could have um, some success in this game. So I'm taking Indy. It, it'll be a, a slight upset, but definitely a good game to watch. Yeah, this is one I'm not going to put any money on. I don't trust it enough. I like the cult swagger they got. Give me Carson Wentz with a sh- with a chip on his shoulder going against Russell Wilson, who's not completely in love with Seattle anymore, question mark. We're not completely sure. Yeah, give me Carson Wentz and the Colts. I ain't touching it if I'm a betting guy, though. Arizona Cardinals going it's King Henry in the Tennessee Titans. All returners are back for Titans. Taylor Lewan's supposed to be fully healthy. Their whole line's back. They're getting after it, going against a healthy J.J. Watt in the Arizona Cardinals. Tennessee is favored by three points. Oh, hell, King Henry. Give them more. Give them more points. Take that spread. Hammer it down, baby. Yeah, good God. Uh, Devin does not – he does not waver from King Henry. <laughs> I, I'm curious about the Cardinals running backs. You know, James Conner, he had some early success in Pittsburgh and then just kind of disappeared. And so I'm curious if he'll be a fit in Arizona. And also Chase Edmonds could balance that. And you got J.J. Watt back. You know, that that now you've added some piece to that defense. They had D-Hop last year. Oh, this one's so close. But I, I'm taking Arizona. I think Kyler Murray could be in the MVP conversation this season. I, I think he's... He, this is not that he needs a coming out party, but 
but I think Kyler really emerges. Like we haven't seen Kyler in the playoffs yet. And and I think he gets there this year. And I and I think it starts week one. I think they take down Tennessee and and the Cardinals become a, a pretty early threat in the league. So Arizona. That NFC West just division might be the hardest division in football. Might be. I mean, you could have arguably four contenders in that division. Uh Arizona Cardinals, they got a piece back in JJ Watt. Kyle Murray, like you said, I think he's posed for a breakout year this year. I love the way that kid just slings and plays football. You get AJ Green as a uh, as a threat out there. Uh, you know what? Give me Tennessee Titans. Give me that point spread. Uh, they get it done by a touchdown at least. How do Lee Corso you there? Hate it. Here we go. This is going to be an interesting story. Jacksonville Jaguars versus Houston Texans. Tyrod Taylor is named QB1, which I'm a big Tyrod Taylor fan. I think everywhere he's gone, he's gotten screwed out of the starting job because of things out of his control. Jacksonville is a two-and-a-half favorite. Touchdown, Jesus. What do you guys say? Yeah, I'm a big Tyrod Taylor fan. I think he has just been through the most unfortunate circumstances when it it comes to a professional football player. That dude has been screwed out of just about anything that you can imagine. Um, but also a big t- Trevor Lawrence fan, and this is this is kind of his coming out party. Um, with that being said, you know I like Urban. I've always liked Urban Meyer uh, as a coach. I think he's been. I think he's a solid coach. Um, God, I think it's going to be close. I think. I think it's definitely. I don't think you do anything with the spread. <sighs> Give me the Jags, just because I just I never trust the Texans. I would have loved, you know, if this, you know, Deshaun Watson. It's just that's a train wreck situation. But I'm looking at this from a from a fan point. Like we could have seen Deshaun versus Trevor Lawrence, like the Clemson battle, two Clemson, yeah, the two Clemson greats. Uh, so we don't have that. We got a head coach battle. It's two two uh, head coaches that are new to their team, Urban Meyer, and uh, can you remember who the Texans got? Because they had the worst the worst <laughs> head coach, and Texans are probably gonna go 0 16 this year. So because of that. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence win in their debut, but it's it's not saying much. But give me the Jags. That was a Tim comment. Like you just digging on this head coach over here. Dude, he sucks. He's trash. David Coley is his name. David right. Coley, yeah. Put Garbage. some respect on his name. Right. Never even heard of him. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just a big Tyrod Taylor fan. I think they're going to use this Deshaun Watson thing to feel them. What I've seen from the Jags in preseason has been terrible, awful. I love Urban Meyer, but I don't know if he's the man. Like, there's a lot of things that you got to do in Jacksonville. I hope his heart holds out for him, but I'm taking the Texans. They at least get one win this season, and it's this week, week one. Uh, let's move on. I love this battle. Carolina Thurs going against New York Jets. The Carolina Panthers are a five-point favorite. Sam Donald returns to New York to face his old team. This is this was actually my honorable mention. I could care less about this game. <laughs> After I just set it up, come on. Hey, I'm just saying. Uh, but it's it's only honorable mention because I have two of my buddies I played with. So uh, Ronald Blair plays for the Jets. Uh, Doug Milton plays for the Panthers, so I can't, you know, I can't trash on them too much. I'll be looking forward to watching, you know, those two guys ball out when they get their opportunity. Uh, but other than that, I could care less. So with that being said, 
I'm from Carolina, and I feel like I'll get shot if I don't say the Panthers in this scenario. So let's go Panthers. Doug Milton used to play for the Jets. That's another. That's, yep, that's correct. I should have put yep. Doug Milton's picture up here. What you blew it. I, sorry, Doug. I, if you come on the show, I'll make it up to you. I promise. Yeah, Darnold versus former team. You got Zach Wilson in his debut. You got Robert Robert Sala, head coach, in his debut. I I think Sala was I think next to the Chargers coach. This was number two. This was this was the the silver medalist, I guess. Um, I think the Jets come out. I think they come out ready. I think they cover the point spread at least. And I think it's a close game. It is the toss-up. A field goal could win it. But I'll take the Jets. I think Zach Wilson, you know, there's really a theme I have with a lot of these rookies. I think a lot of rookies are going to win in their debut. I think that's going to be the storyline. Doesn't mean I think I think there's favorable matchups, and I think the quarterback class is good. Um, you know, it doesn't. They might try to make it out to be something bigger than it is, but I think it's what you're going to hear is there's going to be a lot of rookies who win week one, and Zach Wilson's one of them. So. Go Jets, J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. You know what? I, I'm sipping on that Kool-Aid you're passing over here. I'm here for it. Sam Darnold's still seeing ghosts out there, even in Carolina. <laughs> I think this defense, if they get a lick on Sam Darnold, they're going to take it on him. Yeah, give me that New York Jets. They, they were in games last year. They were competitive um, on their way to the number two pick overall. I, You know what? Give me them. I think they made the right coaching hire. I think the right pieces are slowly getting there. Uh, I want to see Ronald Blair ball out against Sam Darnold. Give me the Jets. This is this is a good one. You got Pittsburgh aging a little bit, going against a young Buffalo Bills. Put them through the table, Mafia. There, Buffalo is favored by three and a half points. For the love of God, the Bills better beat the fuck out of Steelers. <laughs> Actually, I lied. It's six and a half points. Sorry, I can't read. Oh, well, against <laughs> six six uh, points of the Bills. Yeah, six and a half points. Oh my gosh, perfect. Keep it, pump those numbers <laughs> up, baby. Um, I think I read something today that Watt was, uh, didn't, aren't they having a little dispute? So he's been injured and then he won a little contract. He wanted some guaranteed money going in the future. And they're, they're talking right now from what I've read. Look, you heard it here first, folks. Steelers are douchebags. Let's go, Bill. <laughs> Let's get behind that. I think the Bills running back struggle against, this stingy Steelers defense. Again, they got Ingram now, came over from the Chargers. This is a stout defense. And I think Roethlisberger has an absolute air raid. I think he could have, like, just stupid amount of – I mean, I think Allen could have some success too. But I think Roethlisberger really puts up some numbers in this game, like maybe 300 yards and five touchdowns, something crazy. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Steelers in this one. Yeah, I don't hate that take. Ben Roethlisberger is in better shape than he's ever been, supposedly. He's slinging this rock. He's feeling healthy. That defense is nasty. That Steelers defense might have Josh Allen by the throat here. They might be waving to the crowd. Oh, wait, Stephon Dix comes out of nowhere. He puts Big Ben through the table, done for the career. Give me the bill. Give me the point spread. Buffalo, let's go. I was about to say, if the one thing you're saying is Ben Roethlisberger's in the best shape of his life, I mean, what what kind of what kind of comment is that? It's not even saying much. No, he didn't. All right, I won't go there. Anyways, I don't want to get canceled. Here we go. 
Philly Eagles taking on Hot Atlanta in the Falcons. Atlanta is a three and a half point favorite. Matty Ice melted. We've talked about it before. Is he the man? Should he be out? Jalen Hurts had one hell of a end of his rookie debut, but didn't get the full season. Now it's his chance. Now it's his team. What do you guys say? Well, here it is, folks. This is the game that I could care absolutely <laughs> less about. Um, you've got Jalen Hurts, who who gives a crap. I mean, I, I just nothing about him excites me. Then you've got the only thing that the Falcons can give me as far as entertainment value is a tight end, a rookie tight end. The rest of that team's, I mean, there's nothing to be excited about. Maybe the the kicker, but Jesus Christ, who cares? Uh, Whoa, for the brand here, let's go. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying who cares about the kicker. I like the kicker. I'm saying who cares okay, about right. either one of these teams. Um, so with that being said. I just realized you used Koo as the dang logo. That is so bad. Yeah, I mean, like that's the oh only entertaining God. thing that you can give me. I, I ain't um, putting Matt Ryan up there. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh with that being said, Koo's a cool dude. Let's go to the Falcons. I agree. This this game really isn't appealing. Two new coaches. They're both, eh, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to get it done. I'm curious. I mean, Devin mentioned tight end for Atlanta. Um, drawing a blank on the name. Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Thank you. Florida. Cal Pitts, um, and then Philly's got the other rookie, Devonta Smith, you mm-hmm. know, Heisman winner. So I think that's kind of like if you do want to catch this game, it, I'd be curious to see both those rookies, the the weapons on both teams. But other than that, yeah, this game's pretty garbage. I'll take Atlanta just because it's in Atlanta. It's at home. This is tough. Atlanta's got a lot of veterans on their team. Philly's a lot of a lot of rookies. But the Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts reconnection there. I like it. I'm here for it. Give me Philadelphia upsetting the Falcons. I like it. Go ahead, jump on this point spread now before it's too late uh, because I have a feeling it might start shifting down and start getting uh, more toward Philly's side. I just got a feeling. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but if you couldn't care less about that game, I'll give you something you could care about. Pure Spectrum CBD oil. Use code PUB20 to get 20% off all their products. Uh, you feel good. You're tired. Need more sleep, injury, whatever. Use Pure Spectrum. Use all their products. They're phenomenal. Got gummies right here. All the boys got products. We're all adapted up for it. Hey, by the way, boys, I got a new shipment of it today. Uh, so I'll be shipping that to you, you boys. Send it's it my way. Fuego. Go ahead and give them a try. Today. That's right, baby. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you. Uh, all right, moving on to our next game here. AFC battle. Kansas City Chiefs, Cleveland Browns. Now, I know we might be thinking, all right, Chiefs should run away with this, but aren't the Browns supposed to be good, right? That's what everybody's saying. Kansas City minus six and a half point favorite. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Come on, AFC North. There's only one right answer here. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. It's the Chiefs. I think I think the the Browns are just. I think they had. Really lucky year last year with all the success that they had. And I don't see it going past that. So let's go Chiefs. Patty Mahomes, MVP. Was this the AFC championship matchup or was this divisional round last year? This was the Chad Henney game. Yeah. This Chad Henney. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, this was the divisional round. 
Yeah. But this was the Henny matchup where they had like a fourth and one and Chad Henny just got it done, which which is crazy. Um, but I, I can't bet against Mahomes in Arrowhead. I I just can't. I think it is a it is a great matchup. It's a great game. But there's a reason Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes and and he'll put this game away when they need to in the fourth quarter. So I'm taking the Chiefs. Also helps to mention that Patty Mahomes is 17 and four at four and has never lost to an AFC North opponent. Yeah, that's really helpful. Yeah, hammer down. <laughs> Let's go Kansas City, baby. I'm not, not even gonna like not betting against it. Nope. Yeah, give me Kelsey and the boys. Let's go. Uh, I want to say that one. It's Monday night. Sorry, Dev. I didn't mean to get your hopes up there. Ooh, just a little teaser. Ooh, uh, this is a little teaser. Uh, LA Stop Rams, <laughs> Chi Town, Chicago. I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> Uh, Rams are seven and a half point favorites here. What do you guys say? This is Sunday night, right? This is Sunday night. God, I, I really am looking forward to see seeing Matt Stafford with the Rams. Um, yeah, and I, God, uh, uh, yeah, the, the Bears. Are, I'm pretty sure, and uh, Andy Dalton, their quarterback. That's right, baby. The Red Rifle. Let's go. Yeah. So Rams twenty-seven, Bears seventeen. <laughs> The disrespect. Yeah, I wish this was Fields. I, I really do. I I want to see Fields more than anybody, but we've talked about it. Bridge years aren't bad either, so maybe it is the best thing long run. But selfishly, I want to see Fields. Um, I think Montgomery could be due for a big night. I know last year everyone was talking about the Rams' defense, but I threw it in in a, in a podcast that they hadn't really faced any major running backs. And then when they faced the Packers in the playoffs, oh, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, we just we ran all over him. So I think Montgomery, he had just under 100 yards last year. I think they played week two, and Montgomery had like 96 yards. I think Montgomery has a big night. Uh, Stafford obviously knows this defense. He played in Detroit for his entire career. So he knows the Bears pretty well. And also, you can't count out, you know, Sean McVay and, and the Rams. You, you, they're too good. I think the Rams get it done, and I hope we see Fields at some point. But this one's Rams. Yeah, I want to see that young man, Tariq Cohen, put on some numbers after the ACL injury from last year. DM32, I think he's going to put up some big numbers. But you're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head. You took the words from me. Matty Stafford has seen this defense more times than not. He's ready. He's diced up. That Rams defense is ready to go. Give me the L.A. Rams. I'm not touching the spread, but I'll take the money line here. Fitz, let's talk about your boys. You got Jameis with the LASIK eye surgery. Dyston going against the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, he's back home for now. Uh, Green Bay, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, so I'm just going to jump in here, Devin. I'm going to beat you to the punch. So the first thought I had was Kamara. Because last year, week three, we played, and Kamara had a crazy night. So he only ran the ball six times. It was for 58 yards. And he had 13 catches for 139 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, he just – he gassed us. Like, he just had some of the biggest plays. And, you know, it was a, it was a shootout. Packers were able to hang on. Uh, but just – it was a great game. In New Orleans – well, not now because of the hurricane. They moved to Florida. So it's not a true road game. You know, if this was in, you know, in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, I, I'd be really a little more 
concerned with Jameis and the LASIK guys. But uh, I don't know. I like the Packers. I, they're, this is the most talented team we've ever had. I, I really feel that we – this, and it's like a last dance sort of thing. You know, after this season, you know, it, it's Super Bowl or bust for the Packers. And come out, come out hot, you know. I think, I think it's Packers – just keeping an eye on Kamara, you know, can we stabilize Kamara? Um, and if we can, we should be able to handle this, but there's a nightmare scenario where Kamara pops off for six touchdowns, like he did in a game last year. Um, and I think Kamara's prime. He, I think Kamara has the best chance of being um, a running back to be named MVP this season. I think he's got the best chance of anybody, but we'll see. Go Pat, go. Yeah, just kind of backing off of that. Um, I think with Jameis, with his you know eye surgery or whatever, if he can dump it off to Kamara and complete some of those short passes and get some of that swagger back, because I think that's that's something that he's always kind of uh, that's kind of hurt him a little bit in the NFL. If he can get some of that swagger back, and Green Bay doesn't pick it up on offense or starts off slow. Um, you know, I think the Saints can give them some trouble. But, you know, those are what-if scenarios. I think if we're preaching to, you know, what, what is solidified and what is the, the norm, I think it's Packers by 10. Yeah. I'm glad you used the Bakhtiari, by the way, in the logo. He is out, unfortunately. He's on, yeah. the, he's on the pup list. But, um, you know. That's... You got to give love to Hog, especially with one that rocks 69. Like, you got to give love to him. Chugging the beers at Bucks games yeah. like nothing. If yeah. he was in, Slate, I'm taking your spread with you. Give me Green Bay with 10. He's just such an anchor that line, though. Winston's coming off eye surgery. One of the best preseasons we've ever seen Winston have. I got my nunchucks out. I'm ready to go. Give me the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers on a mission. Last dance. Give me the Packers. I think it's a three-point game, though. Oh, three-point game. It's close. I don't trust close. our defense, man. Sorry, I'm worried. I'm worried a little bit. Linebacker. I got to see. We got to see Oren Burke, Oren Burks and Chris Barnes. Also, so you your secondary. Big question mark for me. Okay, but agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Touche. Let's move on. Giants, Broncos, Devin. This actually has my. I don't give a hell about game. Yeah, I think this, this is, is my honor. honor. This, this is, is also an honorable actual, mention. This is actually my honorable mention. <laughs> uh, New York Giants, new head coach going against Denver Broncos, new QB one here. Denver minus three favorite. Yeah, matchup of some elite quarterbacks here. We got Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> taking on Daniel Jones. <laughs> Exciting stuff here, folks. You don't have to come for the guys like that. Come on. Oh my god. Teddy I mean, two gloves? No, nah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> no, I mean, I think the the only thing that's exciting about this game is Saquon's coming back. That's right. And that's going to be limited from what I've seen. Maybe I'm wrong, whatever. That's probably the only thing that's exciting about this game. Sorry, Seth. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you've got – I don't even think that anything else is interesting. You've got Javante Williams splitting times with, with Melvin Gordon and, you know, who cares? And then Saquon and Kenny Galladay, who are injury bug prone. So, touche. Whatever. Um, just to appease the pure spectrum company, we're going to go with the Denver Broncos. 
Hey, that a baby. Our sponsors love to hear that. All I got next to this one is Danny Dimes. Go Giants. Dimes. That's all I got. That's all I got. You know, if you didn't say Dimes, I was really close to saying Giants there. I just don't know if I'm sold on – like, I am I can't get on that train with you. I mean, it, it's – We're going to be the, five the, years down the, the road. The train has he's come to a screech- quarterback. He's come to a screeching <laughs> halt. He's come to a screeching halt, but – are you hopping off the train? Is that what I'm uh, hearing? I, like, this is last stop. This is like... This is it. It could get going, but this is like... It's on its last leg. He's up front telling the engineer, we better pick this shit up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know what, Devin? You hit the nail on the head there. Saquon's coming back, baby. He's leaping over defenders. Give me Saquon Bockley. Just kidding. Get the hell out of here. Give me Denver Broncos. Let's go. What the hell? Yeah, sorry. I didn't know where I was going with that until I started talking, and it was Denver. Last matchup before we get into Monday night, the battle of the Alabama quarterbacks. New England Patriots, Mac Jones versus Miami against Tua. New England, three-point favorite. Yeah, nothing would make me happier than watching the Dolphins go in there and beat the Pats. Um I'm a, I've actually got a Dolphins 23, Patriots 20. Ooh. So I'm rolling Dolphins here, boys. We're going to hammer down the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm taking uh, – oh, sorry. I just think they need to pipe that into the Miami Stadium down there, down in the Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, I'm here for it. Fins up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm taking – I'm taking Mac over Tua. I think Mac Jones again. He's he'd be my third rookie to win in the debut. I think Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. I think they all win their debut. I just trust Belichick. Belichick. I trust that defense. Miami's got a good defense though. I just don't know if they've got the run game, and I don't trust Tua. So Mac versus Tua. It's really an interesting matchup. I like this game. But give me Mac Jones. Give me New England. Yeah, this is this is interesting for me too. Um, I don't know if I trust Mac Jones. I know we don't trust Tua, but I don't know if I can trust Mac. Uh, give me Miami's defense. I think they win the game here. I'm not touching this game. I'm not going to bet on it. But give me Miami just in our personal pickums here. Got to take the Dolphins. All right, last game. Monday night, baby. Here we go. Slate, I know you're excited for it. Ravens versus the Raiders. And I'll get the screen pulled up here in just a second. So what happens when your producer and host. No boy, no. <laughs> uh, here we go, baby. Baltimore is a four and a half point favorite. Yeah, so this is going to be the Raiders' first game in uh, Allegiant Stadium. That's right. right. Death Star. Where opponents yeah. come to die. Well, bad news for... Raiders fans, they're just two and six at home last season. Um, Lamar is two and one on Monday Night Football, and he has seven tutties with no interceptions in those games. Um, so I'm back in the Ravens, baby. I think Lamar's going to shine. I think he's going to have to. The only thing I worry about is him being overly concerned with run game producing. So then he tries to do a little bit too much. Uh, but hopefully Gus Edwards can step in. 
be be our number one and you know light some shit up and we'll uh we'll spoil las vegas's home opener so i got uh i got the ravens yeah you guys just signed a new running back right we sure did Le'Veon bell that's big time that is big time yeah i'm god we had freaking jk go down justice hill goes down we were kind of in a pickle. Just got the news before we started, so I'm I'm really excited. Uh, hopefully, he can produce something for us. Yeah, I thought Le'Veon was going to do damage with KC last year, and I was kind of disappointed. You know, part of that was he did the holdout year, and so a question is like, but, but when before the holdout, he was you know one of the top backs in the league. So I guess it was wondering. My my concern now is, okay, he's been a free agent all summer. Has he put in the work? You know, because that year would have helped, you know, being in KC to get back in the football shape or what have you. But now I'm like, I'm worried he took more time off and he's still not going to be there. But I I was a huge Le'Veon fan. One of the most elusive backs in the league. Fun to watch. Can do it all. Catch, run. So I think he could be a huge asset for the Ravens. I don't know if it shows in week one, but curious to see what it is moving forward. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the Ravens gas the Raiders. I think they run all over them. I like their defense a lot. Curious to see what Patrick Queen does this year, second-year player. Uh, Phenomenal. I I think he could end up being one of the key players of that draft. And, yeah, I like the Ravens a lot. So go Baltimore. Yeah, I think Baltimore gets it done here. Uh, I'm going to take them, but I'm going to take the Raiders with the spread here. Four and a half points. I think they keep it interesting. It is in their new stadium. Um, I just think there's a little special energy there that they're going to get it done, Uh, at least keep it close. But Ravens, money line, Raiders spread. A little ride the fins answer there. Sorry, boys. Boo. <laughs> hey, that's it. NFL week one, baby. It's here. I'm excited for it. Thursday night, it kicks off. By the way, not a sponsor, no free shouts, but they do such a hell of a job. I got to give them a shout out. Mybookie.ag. They've got a lock of the century. Thursday night's game, Tampa Bay Cowboys. If anybody scores, you get money. Put a bet down, minus 110. That's big if- time. If anybody scores. If anybody scores. It's a lock. They're calling it the lock of the century. They're giving away free money at this point. Go if try it. If anybody scores and this shit ends in a tie somehow, <laughs> they're a damn it, genius. It, the whole thing's a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Uh but hey, go put some money on it. It's free money. Someone's gotta score. It's Chompa Bay Brady going against Dax. Someone's scoring. Let's go. Uh but go ahead, check them out, my bookie. Uh, boys, anything else we want to talk about? There, there's one baseball thing I want to talk about, and this is just this is going to be a, a little bit of a rant. Okay, let's strap in. Click. All right, yeah, let's go. So, <laughs> former Major League Baseball pitcher Kyle Farnsworth. Have y'all seen this shit? No. Okay, so. No surprise here, or no shock to anybody. This is not big news. Orioles suck, right? (laughs) (laughs) Orioles suck. We're down bad. Well, uh, Trey Mancini, what have you, 
He is a stage three cancer survivor. Decided that the other day he was having some soreness. I'm not sure where, so he sat. So Kyle Farnsworth decides that he wants to tweet out about how everyone's sore, you can play through soreness, yada, yada, yada. Basically calling out Trey Mancini for sitting out. Like, the dude had like a 4.2 ERA career, shitty. He had like 31, 60 losses, shitty. I mean, fuck this dude. Let's just go ahead and say it. Fuck him. Um, I just – I just I never understand why people who have also been recorded for sitting out games for soreness and broke their foot because they decided to be an idiot and kick a box fan in the dugout <laughs> and was on the IL for years. I mean, what what the hell is your problem, dude? Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. I, I'm just looking at the tweet now. And it's not like we are it's not like we're we're in playoff contention here, folks. We're 40 games behind. <laughs> I mean there, there's we we will not get into the playoffs. So give me a break, dude. Guy, guy's been through a bunch of shit. He's definitely like comeback player of the year in the MLB. He's one of the best people in the MLB as far as just overall good person. And this dude got slayed on Twitter. Like like fans coming after Farmsworth? Is that what we're saying? Oh man, I think we lost Slate. Uh dude, yeah, what a what a dirtbag move by Farnsworth. If he's calling out a, a, a player like that, what the hell? Yeah. I just I'm back. You lost me <laughs> you for see- a second, but I'm back. The rage was too much for the Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, my my head was too hot, and the Wi-Fi <laughs> signal just swarmed around. But yeah, I just you know, if, if we we're in contention, if it was, you know, if it was anybody else, I would be like, you know, I get it. But don't talk about my boy. Respectable, respectable. Uh, anything else, boys? Because I. I'm heated for you, Slate. Nothing really. I think I think I'm good now. <laughs> Calm down. You relax a little bit. Yeah, I needed that. <laughs> good. Um, all right, boys. We ready for the pub parlay? Oh yeah. Let's do it. Let's have one hell of a week in here, boys. I'm excited for it. Uh, past three weeks haven't gone away. We've came close. Haven't got it. I'll take it. I'll take an L. I thought West Virginia minus three. Dumb. Dead. I thought West Virginia kills Maryland. I was wrong. I'm back. I'm ready to go here, boys. Uh, what do you guys say? Pub parlay. What's our lock of the weekend? Mine's going to be risky, so I feel like I want to go last. That's fair. Okay. I'm going NFL. Uh, I'm going to go against Tim's Kitty Cats. I'm taking the Niners to cover against the Lions. Oh, so you're taking Niners and the points. So they're going to cover the Niners and the points, yeah. Oh, man. All right. All right. That's, That's a safe bet. Sorry, Tim, but you're not here, so. 
Uh, I'm going to take Army versus Western Kentucky. This is one hell of a game, but it's played on 9-11, and you best back Army here. Army's minus seven. I think they get it done with the points. West Western Kentucky is one hell of a team. Western Kentucky Barstool is one hell of a count. They always back us up. Sorry, Army gets it done. Give me Army on 9-11. Wow, that one's that one's way more meaningful than mine. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the Dolphins to beat the Pats, boys. Just straight up money straight line? Up. Straight up. Let's go. Mm. Mm. I like it. Tua likes it. Let's go. Let's do it. I hate it. I hate it, but respect. Respect, Devin. I'm glad you hate you know it because usually when you hate something, yeah, that's it true. Hits. It's true. This is true. Uh, I like it. Uh, none of the boys are here. So, Slate, what I say is we throw in bigger money this week with our three locks here. We get some, <laughs> we get some big money. I just realized what you just did. <laughs> I'll put I'll put fifty on it. <laughs> let's go, let's go. I'm here for it. We'll Venmo you. Let's He's do funny. it. I I really like these picks, boys. All three picks, I like it. Let's go get paid. Uh, we ready for random question time? Yeah. Yep. Now here's the thing. Does anybody have one? <sighs> That's what makes it a random question. <laughs> Oh, this is tough. And, and viewers, you get a firsthand look of how awkward this can be sometimes of us not coming prepared yeah, for random I love, See, when Jay Gray's on, she's got them ready. Oh, she's, she's, got, them, she's got them all. The all queen. Boy. The queen herself. Yeah, she had a great – she's always had great ones. Never had a bad one with her. Oh, man. Let's get controversial. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Now, this one is controversial. All right. Xbox, PlayStation, PC, or Nintendo. Oh, that's tough. Oh, man. We we had to include the PC Master Race. You know, I cut my teeth on Nintendo. N64 was just money for me. But ever since yeah. Xbox, I've been an Xbox guy. This time, you know what? Give me Nintendo where it all started. Game Boy, N64. We give it to me now. Give me N64 or Nintendo. I like it. I like it. Yeah. See, I'm like, my sentimental answer is Nintendo. I just think of like, I mean, just look at the characters. Like when you do Mario Kart, you know, you got Mario, you got Donkey Kong, you got all those like that, that in itself. Like I just remember when for a while we didn't have those games and then the Wii came out and I was like, oh, like these characters back. And then the Switch was like, oh, so I'm kind of waiting. I feel like somewhere down the line, they'll do another. There will be like a better version of of the Nintendo, like still waiting on it. Like just just redo the sixty four, like just like the Nintendo sixty five or whatever they want to call it. Um, and I feel like it'd be fire. Like I feel like everyone would go in. They could have some crazy good games, and they have some good games now. But you know, the Switch is—I don't know—the Switch just doesn't quite do it for me. So that's the sentimental answer. But if I'm being honest, I'm a PlayStation guy. 
you know, I, that's what, that's my console. Fortnite, that, that's just, it's got the right feel. Xbox controller is a little too big for me. I don't like it. Mm, you get those Whopper Jr. hands. Oh, I do. Yeah. I got a little <laughs> hands. <laughs> Kill, killing me, Fitz. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think, I think overall the, the the obvious answer is like eh, Nintendo's what brought us here, but man, I I just remember Christmas getting that Xbox 360 baby, and I hadn't <laughs> let off of it since. Okay, mm-hmm. anytime I, I play all sorts of games, folks. Waka X Duh X Hut X, come at me. Give him the smoke. He wants all of it. I want all of it. Yeah, I'll take your smoke and Madden, and that's about it. I, I'm about to everything purchase else. I'm about to purchase Madden just so that I can smoke Parker. Let's go, baby. Because I have not purchased yet, just because it's the same damn game every year. Yeah, I wouldn't purchase it. I, I purchase heard it. it's brutal. It's I, bad. I did man. hear it's brutal this year. I just can't wait till college football returns. 2023. Let's go. I can't hold off that long for a football game, but let's go. Let's go. Hey, one hell of a show, boys. Three amigos. Joined by three other amigos from App State Football Media Team. I'm excited for it. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, go like, subscribe, all that stuff. We'll catch you guys Saturday for our college football week two. Big, big college football games are popping off. Can't wait to break them down with you. Have one hell of a weekend. Pour one up. Go bet on sports. Bye. Have a wonderful time. See ya. And I bet go well. <laughs> that was better than usual.